When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, overprohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good evening, Pittsburgh Steelers fans. Welcome to another episode of Steelers Friday Night Six Pack. I'm your host, as always, Tony Defio, and I thank you for joining me on this chilly Friday evening in Pittsburgh. And I hope wherever you're at, if you're watching live on YouTube or Facebook, that it's not quite as chilly, but unless you like the fall weather, and if it is, then to quote Mark Davison and Maddie Peverell, good on you, mate. But speaking of YouTube, uh, before I begin, I, I'd like to ask you to please subscribe and like our YouTube channel. We bring you live shows each and every day, including this show, The Hangover, the day after every Steelers game. And, and a program reminder, there will not be a hangover this Monday because this Monday the Steelers are playing the Browns on Monday Night Football. And I believe uh, at last I checked, the hangover will be on Tuesday. So Stay tuned for that. Uh, we, got, we, we bring in the Scobro show. Of course, we have the preview show every every Thursday. We have a post-game show after every game. Um, we have Know Your Enemy with, with Jeffrey Benedict and Michael Beck. I thought I watched on uh, on Wednesday. Jeffrey did a great job uh, as the host uh, with uh, Chris Pugh, who also has a, a great podcast. And they're in, in the Browns. Or I'm sorry, the Browns. Not the Browns. The, uh, the Bears insider or, or analyst that they had on. He did a, a great job. So it was a really enjoyable show. Uh, what else we have? Uh, uh, is that it? Oh, yeah, Touchdown Under. We have that every week. Uh, the the, uh, the mates from Australia, as I, 
the previous, previously mentioned Maddie Peverall and Mark Davison. We have a whole host of shows every week, so please check those out. And you can also check us out live on Facebook each and every week and each every just about every night. And if you don't catch those shows live when they're taking place, you can all, always catch them after the fact on any audio platform. Doesn't matter which one you 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 use, which one you're fond of. We're on that platform, and it's a growing platform. It, it's grown so much over the last year or so uh, since really, I guess, the summer of, of 2020. And, and uh, we have audio-only shows that you can catch after after the fact on an audio platform, and that is, and those include from the cutting room floor with Jeffrey Benedict, the Stat Geek Dave Schofield, Let's Try with Jeff Hartman. The live mic with Michael Beck, the war room with Maddie Peverall. Uh, Chris Pugh has uh, a show on there, what Ian's talking about. I believe that's his show. If not, I'm in trouble. But please check all those out. And of course, check out Behind the Slow Curtain, the website. We're bringing news, commentary, film breakdown. Any Steeler related news, we're one of the first to bring it to you. As we like to say, it's your one stop shop for all your Steelers' needs. I think it's the hardest working Steelers site on the internet. It's hard to top, so you won't you will not be sorry. I've been with them for eleven years, and I am very proud of it. So please check out Behind the Steel Curtain. And of course, uh, I want to welcome people in the live chat. Jared Devil was the first one here again, like that uh, Jeopardy contestant who always wins every week, every night. Steeler Chick Forty Six is with us. Brad Jewett, of course, Mark Davison. Good day, Tony. He says Buck Dancer, Brian Brown, Kathy Ford. George Teston, Bert Tavares, Wes Hickok, always in the all, all caps. He says, Tony, my man. Same to you, Wes. Same to, we, same to you. I'm getting pumped up for a great show. Robert Mullins, Vodka Drinker, Clarence Washington. And I think that's it for now. Yes. I'm sure other people will join. I'm, I'm really stoked about having a a uh, awesome show. Devin Logan's with us. He says, hey, Tony, what's up? I'm just looking forward to having a great show, Devin. Hope hope uh, I can bring you guys some great content tonight. So let's talk about last Sunday and a very, in my opinion, a very pleasant and, and, and um, what's the word I'm looking for? A very, um, what well, was a pleasant, I wouldn't say pleasant victory because I think we always expect the Steelers to beat the Browns. But a very satisfying win, the 15 to 10 win over the Browns at Cleveland's first Energy Stadium. Um, I think it was it was it was cru- crucial. Like I said last week, that they they it wasn't do or die, but it was pretty close. Um, you want to do a uh, kind of erase that really ugly one and three start, and I think this win over the Browns kind of kind of puts them back on even though they're one game over 500. Metaphorically speaking, it puts them back on even ground. Like all the damage that was done with the uh, loss to the Raiders, loss to the Bengals. Of course, they lost to the Packers too, but that was more, that was expected. I think this puts them back on even ground. I think it it, it, it gets them uh, back to an even footing because I think if you were talking about uh, what their record would be after seven games back in the summer, I think maybe you, you would you kind of anticipated they would beat the Raiders and the Bengals and they might lose to the Browns. Well, 
they lost to the Raiders and the Bengals. And those two teams were much better than anybody thought. And the Browns, I think they were expected to be much better. I mean, I don't think they're a bad team. But I think people were anticipating that they would take that next step and and be the class of, of the division. And they still might be before all was said and done. But right now they're struggling. They have a lot of drama in their organization. They're four and four. So, you, you know, they are four and three, meaning the Steelers. But I think they, they got there uh, probably in, in a different way than most people would have predicted back in the summer. So, you know, this this win kind of makes up for those at least one of those two losses that nobody anticipated uh, before the season started. So um, my thoughts on the game, again, I thought it was an extraordinary win. I thought it was a very satisfying win. And I thought the, the, the offense showed a lot of progress. Um, it didn't show up on the uh, stat sheet necessarily. Well, at least not on the scoreboard, but if you look at the, I wrote these down. If you look at the, the stats for that game, they obviously uh, Ben passed for 255 yards. He averaged about seven yards per attempt. They uh, he, he passed 35 times. And they ran the ball 32 times for 115 yards, 3.6 yards per carry. Um, not not great numbers, you know. The, you know, not explosive numbers, but great balance, and not because they they. Uh, passed 35 times and rushed 32 times. That's not why it was great balance. It was great balance because they were effective, relatively speaking, uh, both with the run and the pass. And I think that's what, that's what you, you, you always want from an offense. I think when people say, when they think balance, they think, they, they think you have, they, they think quantity, but really balance is, in my opinion, is, is effectiveness. And they were balanced on, on both, on uh, both the run and the pass. And, Najee Harris. I mean, first of all, the, the line was extraordinary uh, for the run. I think. I mean, I shouldn't say extraordinary because they only averaged three point six yards per carry, so you can't say extraordinary. But I think the line played as as well as it has all year uh, blocking for the run, and uh, that was great to see because I think it really, even though Najee Harris has been such a valuable weapon up to this point, I think he he really showed you what he can do when he has blocking on Sunday and. and what I like about this this, this uh, rookie right now is how he's finishing off runs. It seems seem like he's always got his shoulders over his, if I'm saying it right, over his knees, over his hips. He's always plowing forward. He's always finishing off runs. He's always moving the pile. And uh, to me, that 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 screams uh, uh, rookie stud or stud rookie. You know, he's. Uh, you know, if Mike Tomlin is intent on, on running him until the wheels fall off, he's got a, a long time to go because I think he's got a lot of tread. He had a lot of work in college, meaning Najee Harris. He had a lot of uh, he had a huge workload, but I think he's uh, he's got plenty of uh, years left and plenty of tread on those tires right now. And and how about that touchdown run? I mean, every time I see that the the, the basically five yard Superman dive into the end zone to give the Steelers their first touchdown of the, of the game in the second half. I just want to jump out of my, my chair. I mean, that was just what athleticism again, this is a, a young stud who is only just beginning as far as uh, being a special running back in the NFL. I mean, he looked like, well, he, well, he looked like Walter Payton diving uh, over the pile back in the day, even though there really wasn't a pile there. He just took off from the four yard line and dove 
head first into the end zone. Uh, he looked like Michael Jordan taking off from the foul line to give you one of his signature uh, patented dunks back in the day. I mean, he just, it was just a great thing to see. And I've been saying, I think he's, he's a, a, a three down back. People keep talking about, you know, what about the backups? McFarlane, uh, Balage, uh, Benny Snell football. But, you know, I think they brought him in here, meaning Najee Harris, that they drafted him with the intent of making him a three down back. And he reminds me so much of, of, of I keep saying this, but it's true. He reminds me so much of, of Le'Veon Bell. He's probably a, a, a more powerful uh, runner than, than Bell was, but same kind of thing. You know, he's, he's big, he's, he's, he's tall. And uh, of course he, he, he can, he doesn't have great speed, neither did Bell, but you know, he, he can, he can break one off. He, he can, he can get you tough yards. And of course he can catch the ball out of the backfield. And according to Ben, Ben Roethlisberger, he's getting better at picking up the blitz. I think he actually, did he credit him for uh, helping uh, Dan Moore uh, against Miles Garrett on the, um, the touchdown catch by, by Pat Fryermuth, the, the, uh, the second round pick. So uh, Najee Harris is, is, is just a, a, a fantastic rookie. And I just, I'll touch more on this later, but I can't imagine, I still, I can't imagine that there are so people out there that that say that they should have went in, in another direction in the first round. Now that you see what Harris is capable of and, and the fact that he was not going to be there in the second round, there's just no way. I don't I don't know how you can still die on that hill of they should have drafted an offensive lineman or whatever. And of course, you know, speaking of that, <clears throat> excuse me, that narrative, you know, people are still still questioning the Pat. Fryermuth, not not many people, but some people, some really crazed, overzealous draft type people are still questioning the second round pick of Fryermuth out of Penn State. But you know, this guy has number one receiver, or sorry, number one tight end written all over him. He has Travis Kelsey type talent, in my opinion, that level of a tight end. And you saw it on display with that touchdown when uh he 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 fought off his defender in the, in the back corner of the end zone. He bobbed the ball and rightfully so it was, a, you know, he, the, the defender was basically shielding him from the ball. He bobbled it, corralled it, got both feet and bounced before falling to the ground. I mean, it was, a, it was an incredible display of, of much like the Harris touchdown of a athleticism. And I don't know how anybody can, can, can still be griping about those two draft picks. So, um, you know, again, I think I thought the line played a lot, a lot. It, it continue, it's continuing to, to 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 improve, and and you know, Dan Moore Jr. had his hands full, of course, with with uh, Miles Garrett. But I mean, he's he got through it, and if you can get through a a full game against maybe the best edge rusher in the NFL right now, if you're talking about a uh, edge rusher that puts his hand on the ground, and uh, Miles Garrett, then. If you can get through that, you can get through anything. I mean, you know, yeah, he needed help. Yeah, he had his hands full. Uh, yeah, he probably needed an extra pair of hands to, to deal with Garrett, but but um, he got through it. And Ben was relatively clean on the day. I think it was sacked, what, twice? Once by Garrett. So, you know, if he's the kind of player that, that, that he looks like he could turn into, then he'll only learn and grow from this experience against Garrett, so... 
kudos to, to Dan Moore Jr., who I'm starting to like more and more. Obviously, I already love uh, Kendrick Green. I, I, I fell in love with him <laughs> when I saw when I saw how he celebrated uh, being drafted, slamming his, uh, spiking his sunglasses and his whole family, showing that intensity in, in their in their living room that that night. I mean, it was just it, it kind of it just reminded me of. I keep saying this, but it reminded me of of uh, David Putty when it, the face painting uh, the face painter scene in Seinfeld. I just love that kind of intensity from him. And I, and I love the fact that, that, you know, you see him game in and game out, just like scrapping and, and jawing with, with people. And, you know, his teammates are always coming up to him and grabbing him kind of by the short, by the, like the, 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 the collar and saying, you know, easy there, big fella. You know, he's, he's not afraid. Uh, he's not, he's not intimidated by, by, uh, you know, his opponents. And, and that, to me, that, that, that's a great, character um attribute so i i, I love green you know dotson and, and even even shukes core for uh he had he had his um mistakes in the game um but i think he's getting better i think shannon white uh brought that up the other day he, he gave credit to to a core for and, and and how he's improved and you know obviously they're anchored kind of by trey turner the uh, veteran right guard so I really like how how the line is 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 gelling and and like I talked about last week when when you're when you have to talk about this team and on a week by week basis, sometimes you're going to be critical. Sometimes you're going to be negative because you're you're reacting in the moment. You're reacting to just what happened, uh, what just happened, and you know the line looked really really, you know, looked like it did last year, but with a completely different cast earlier in the year. But but the encouraging part, if, if you were willing to be that positive back then, was that they were all mostly uh, newcomers. And, you know, if, if they were as talented as the Steelers thought they were when they drafted them, uh, mainly Green and Okorafor and Dotson and, and, and more, that they were going to gel into a cohesive unit. And obviously they're not there yet. They have a long way to go. But it looks like they're getting there. It looks like the they're on the right path. And that's that's a great thing to see. Um, you know, with that in mind, they did leave. They probably did leave some points on the board last week because of some untimely penalties by a core four and a couple other people uh, in the first half. Um, so they have to clean that up because uh, had they lost that game last week, I don't think we'd be talking about how encouraging, how encouraged we were by the performances of, of, of Moore and, uh, and, and, and the rest of the line. And of course the, uh, the top two draft picks would be talking about how, how uh, impotent the offense still is, but they won. And uh, you know, it's better to like Mike Tomlin always says, it's better to, to, to learn during a win than it is during a loss or after a loss. And to me, all the credit for, or most of the credit for that, for that win goes to the defense. I don't think the defense gets nearly enough credit for what they were able to do in that game against the Browns. And I think that's because it is such a good defense right now. It is basically border border lines on elite. And uh, I think we're just starting to take the defense for granted because it has been so good for, for the last few years. 
but they did a masterful job at, at you know, obviously stifling the Browns running attack, rushing attack. Excuse me. And, you know, we, we know that's what the, what the Browns like to do. They like to run the ball. They like to, to dictate uh, the game that way rather than really putting, putting it in Baker Mayfield's hands. But the Steelers would have none of it. And, you know, Nick Chubb really, you know, with the exception of a couple plays here and there, was really not, uh, not much of a factor. And, uh, you know, they, the, the, for as good as the Browns offensive line is, and like Shannon White says, and like a lot of people say, it might be the best, uh, unit in football, but the, the, the defensive line, the front seven won probably more battles than it lost against them on Sunday. And, and, and they deserve a lot of credit And you know, uh, I think a play that's not getting talked about nearly enough is the, was the forced fumble by Joe Schobert near the end of the game. It was the, the next to the last drive by the Browns. They were down by five points. Pittsburgh had taken the lead early in the fourth quarter on the Friday touchdown. And it looked like the Browns were going to be in position to, to um, maybe take the lead when uh Schobert forced a fumble on Jarvis Landry, TJ Watt recovered. And, you know, the Browns had one more shot after that and that was it. But, you know, if if not for that forced fumble by by Schobert there, who knows how that game turns out? So I think that that play is being overlooked. And and Schobert, you know, he there's there's a lot of excitement when he was uh, brought in here. What the night of the first preseason or the second preseason game back in August, and that excitement's kind of died down a bit. But you know, that was a big play for 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 that guy, and 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 he uh, needs to be commended for uh, forcing it because. If there's one thing I'm I'm kind of worried about right now with this defense, is the lack of, of takeaways. They have uh, six six through seven games. That's what it's. They're on pace for less than one a game, and and they they were so prolific at taking the football away the last two years, and 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 now it looks like they're back to their old ways, their old pre 2019 ways of uh, averaging like 16, 17, 18, 19 takeaways a, a year, and. It's a great defense. So, you know, when they were, when they were having that issue uh, from like 2011 through uh, 2018, the defense wasn't quite as, as elite as it is now. It wasn't quite as good as it is now. So they needed to be more opportunistic. Whereas right now, I guess they don't necessarily need, need to be as opportunistic because it's such a good unit overall, but it would be nice to, to create more t- uh, takeaways. I think that's, that first of all, it would, it, it, that's what contending teams usually do. They have defenses that that are opportunistic. Second of all, it would it would help out the offense even more. You know, it would help it. it you know, the more you put that offense in in premium uh, field position, the the better it's gonna it's gonna be. It, it's not one of those offenses that can move eighty yards at will right now. So it needs all the help it can get. So uh, you know, I don't know how you can become more opportunistic. Um, uh, TJ Watts pretty pretty adept at, at creating uh, takeaways, and Minka Fitzpatrick was up until this year. I don't know what's going on with him right now, but they need they need their playmakers to step up and start making plays. So those are my thoughts on the on, on the Browns game. Um, and at the twenty one fifty mark, I will take this opportunity to say goodbye to the first half of tonight's show. If you're watching me live on YouTube or Facebook, please don't go anywhere. If you're listening on audio platform, well, thank you for downloading part one. But please hurry back 
and download part two of this episode of Steelers Friday Night Success. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.